Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hey, Changemaker. Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Rustic, and I help changemakers grow capacity increase funding, and to advance mission. To do that, I teach you to gain expertise in grant writing and coach you with systems so that you can become a freelance grant writer and 10x results all from the comfort of your own home. All right, so today we are definitely going to get into a very important topic at this time in history. All right, we are looking at current grants. We're looking at what the grant actual environment looks like at this point in time. We're also looking at, so we're looking at the why you should apply for grants right now, and then we're gonna look at where they are located, and then we're gonna look at the how. If you are a freelance grant writer, a nonprofit consultant, you might be paralyzed with going after funding because you just aren't sure what to do. You might not wanna pitch your services because you are nervous asking nonprofits for money right now, and you aren't sure what types of grants and funding are even available. And if you're a nonprofit leader or development coordinator, maybe this sounds familiar. You might have put off applying for grants because you just aren't sure what projects you want funded right now. You might have been focused on getting PPP and CARES Act funding and put the other regular standard grants to the side. Or, and, you might just think the feds aren't funding regular grant programs currently. So this podcast episode will address all these items and you will learn the following. Like I said, the current grant environment, where to find grants, and why charging clients is acceptable, or if you are a nonprofit, how to pay for skilled help. This episode will definitely help you be competitive in the current funding arena and gain new clients if you are a freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant, or help you stand out in the crowd and move forward in sustainable funding if you are a nonprofit leader. All right, so now let's look into the why. All right, guys, so we're just totally getting into this. Loving this, it's July, we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's halfway through the year and there are still grants available. Actually, right now is grant season. It's one of the grant seasons of the year. And this is because, and it will be for the next few months because you're gonna look at a lot of deadlines in September, early September and August because the actual federal fiscal year closes the end of September. So you're gonna look at a lot of deadlines in July as well because then reviews are gonna go into August and then um, awards are gonna be in September. So really this is a time to be out there applying. So let's look at the why, let's look at the current grant environment because it is you know, a divisive year, right? This has been, we're in the pandemic still. There's been a lot of changes with federal funding. So I just wanted to highlight this. Like I said, it's a bit of an odd mix right now. Yes, the federal government, state government, and foundations have pushed out a variety of grant programs to directly meet the needs during this pandemic. Please refer to episode 116, COVID-19 funding, grants, and loans for nonprofits and freelancers for the list of specific COVID funding available for nonprofits. But what I am talking about in this podcast is the regular old standard grant 
funding available. So grant funding is still available in 2020. But if you do want to take a look at um, pandemic funding, please do check out episode 116. But also do listen to this podcast. As far as the coming years, that is going to be another conversation on the outlay. But for the rest of this year in 2020, there have already been appropriated funds set aside for specific grants. And right now, they are much less competitive. Huh? Seems strange at a moment in time when we'll see a lot of nonprofits close shop that there is funding sitting there that they aren't tapping into. Believe you me, I am seeing many grant reviewers not getting called right now because the average number of grant submissions is way lower than normal. That means fewer nonprofits competing and therefore will lead to the grant process being less competitive. The time is opportune to hop on the grant application train. However, Many nonprofits are not doing that. Why? My outlook on this comes down to a few different reasons. Reason number one, nonprofits aren't applying for standard grants. There are sexier options. One reason is that there is a lot of other funding that seems a lot sexier than the standard grants. EIDL, PPP, state grants, and foundation-specific coronavirus funding is huge, seen as easier to get, and trending. Therefore, many nonprofits have put the regular grants aside to tap into this mega funding to keep their doors open. I am not saying that they should not do this because they should if it makes sense and they are eligible. They definitely should. And yes, some of these funding applications are way easier to get than standard grants as they have funding initiatives that are meant to get pushed out quickly. But many of these grants and loans are meant to be band-aids. They're for a specific time, and many are dedicated to specific operational pauses. The long-term health of your nonprofit or the nonprofits that you work with should not be forgotten with other grants that are more specific program-oriented, so our standard grants. This gets to my next observation. Reason number two, nonprofits aren't applying for standard grants. Uncertainty. With not knowing what the rest of 2020 or 2021 looks like, it is hard for many leaders to make decisions on what projects make sense to continue, grow, or start. These times are certainly uncertain. But not making a decisive move right now will be the reason many nonprofits do not succeed. I encourage nonprofit leaders to really hit the strategic planning process and figure out which projects to cut, revise, or begin at this point in time. Waiting around to see what will happen is just not an option. Using the pandemic as an excuse not to not make a decision or to lead will weakly be accepted. But the movers and shakers are the true leaders at this point in time, and they will shine brighter, even if they make mistakes along the way than the leaders who lean back and miss opportunities. Kind of harsh? Yeah. But I am a firm believer that now we know our threats, the pandemic is one of those, that now that we know that we can also hone down on the strengths and opportunities that exist in our organizations to take control of what we can take control of. Responding and preparing is something you can control. Kicking back and seeing what will happen is where you float in uncertainty and honestly don't have any control. Right now, there are grants available. 
Money is in the economy. Actively pursue what you can right now and start preparing for what makes sense with your nonprofit or your, the nonprofits that you work with by pulling in your team and people that have experience in strategic planning. To find out more hacks on strategic planning so you can lead your organization, check out the June podcast, all the episodes 124 to 127. I have a bunch of just amazing resources in there that you can definitely check out and you can immediately apply within your nonprofit to do strategic planning. All right, so let's move on to the third reason. Reason number three, nonprofits aren't applying for standard grants. Loss of experts. Maybe you would absolutely love to apply for grants right now, but you've had to lay off your development coordinator or you just don't know what to do. If you have had to furlough your employees or lay off your staff, that is a tough spot to be in. One solution is that you could reach out to universities to see if their students need an online internship. This could actually be helpful in providing an inter internship that can be done online and give your nonprofit some real support. Another solution could be getting your board of directors involved in writing grants. And yet another solution, of course, could be hiring a grant writer. I know you have had to lay off someone, so why would you hire a grant writing consultant? Well, maybe you can afford a bit, but you can't afford paying for insurance, FICA, and all the pressure that comes with keeping an employee. Plus, your former employee may have never won a grant, and that's not their specific skilled area. However, you might be able to afford $2,000 or $5,000 or $10,000 for an expert to write a certain number of grants, and that may make more sense for you. All right, so now that we looked at what the current situation is, right, and the reasons people may not be applying for grants at this time, even though there's less competition, now we're going to look at where you can find them. So maybe if you said, ah, okay, now I see I can also go after standard grants right now. There is money out there. But where are they? So let's get into that. Grants are out there. Yay! And these include federal, state, and foundation grants. I'm going to talk about these three. So federal grants. Let's touch on that first. The best place to find federal grants is on grants.gov. And if you want a full video to show you how to utilize grants.gov, please check out grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 128 for a link to that video or check out podcast episode 28, grants.gov in a nutshell, pros and cons. So I'm definitely, I have a lot of links for you guys today. So please check out, go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 128 to get all of those links. So basically, grants.gov is the place that houses all federal grants, and it's free. <laughs> you can search for grants using advanced terms on grants.gov. Another place you can find federal grants is by browsing the federal agency websites themselves. For example, if your nonprofit serves people in recovery, you might want to go to the SAMHSA website. In this way, you can also find out more information on current and previously awarded projects and get a better feel for the priority of the agency and their vibe, right? And their language that they use, all of that great stuff. For a list of all the federal agency websites in Maine 20, please once again visit grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 128 and I give you all the links there. All right, guys. So. Let's move on now to state grants. Some state grants will actually comprise of part or all federal pass-through money. And this basically means that the federal government does divvy up grant monies for the states to administer. Of course, this isn't all state grants. They're not all made up of federal monies. Different state taxes also include funding for grants that are specific for nonprofits within the state or region. 
In order to tap into this funding, you will need to go to your state, county, and city websites and start searching for request for proposals or grants, those types of similar terms. Another place that states like to post grant announcements are newspapers, social media, community boards, libraries, and other places where there is community access. So definitely do check out your state agency websites and in your city websites and go and look for requests for proposals, grants, anything like that ha that has to do with finding my money. <laughs> and you're gonna be able to see what some of those opportunities are. All right, now let's shift over to foundation grants. Foundation grants are funded through non-government organizations. These are through corporate, private, individual, or family initiatives and are given for very specific priorities or geographic areas or both. What you will notice is that where foundation grants are housed can be a pay-to-play place. Try saying that a few times really fast. All right, this is for good reason as these sites spend a lot of time and money scanning foundation websites in 990s so you don't have to. However, there are some other ways to find these without paying. You can use and you can find grants through the following means. GuideStar. Check out podcast episode 32, Finding Grants on GuideStar, for a full tutorial. GuideStar is a fantastic website that gives you free information to post um, anything about your nonprofit, like you have a profile on your nonprofit there, but it also gives you the opportunity to investigate foundations and what they fund. Now, there is also a paid element of GuideStar, but you can search and find quite a bit with the free version. While you are there, make sure you update your nonprofit's profile, right? So when you have, they just pull from your cage code and they pull all the information into your profile on GuideStar. So you might not even know you're on there, but go ahead and search for your nonprofit while you're there because you're probably there. But you're probably there with a very like bland, very drab profile very basic. So it's almost like being on Twitter, but not having a profile picture and clicking a crack day. You know what I mean? Like you want to make sure you make it robust. So do add things about your nonprofit there because foundations actually do check GuideStar sometimes before awarding grants to nonprofits. And if they don't see anything really there, it doesn't really provide a lot of credibility about your organization. And just as a sidebar, if you're a freelancer, this is another service that you can tie into a package. So if you're doing uh, grant research or you're building up the nonprofit's website or whatever you're doing, this could be another thing you throw in is to say, I'm going to build out your profile on GuideStar. All right, so another way to find grants, Google. Yep, I said it, but don't we all do this? With more foundations having websites, this might help you find updated information on their grant application process. Yes, Googling is free. However, the downfall is that it's not the best way to target finding foundations, and you get a lot of unnecessary information to wade through, right? Like just a ton of stuff. So it's not really the most strategic way to do it, but if you don't have any budget to do the pay to play right now, um, you can utilize some of these ways, absolutely. All right, another way you can find grants from foundations is through social media. If you know the foundations that you drool over, right, we all have those, <laughs> then follow them on social media. In this way, you can easily search for them with hashtags and follow upcoming grant announcements that they have. Instrumental is another way. Now this is a paid service, but I love it. 
Instrumental continually updates their information with foundation and funding um, data. In this way, you will actually fill out some information about the different projects you are wanting to get funding for, and it will actually match up grant announcements with that project. So it's kind of like Tinder for grants. <laughs> it's awesome. If you want to check it out, be sure to use the coupon code HOLLY15, that's H-O-L-L-Y-1-5, to get a 15% off your subscription. I had one of the co-founders, Angela Brerin, on a podcast, and I definitely have that link on grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 128. <laughs> and you can actually see that podcast, and it's a YouTube video as well, where she goes behind the scenes on Instrumental and shows you actually how to use it and use it very well. So it's really exciting. And then she gave that discount to all of you guys. So definitely do utilize that. But you can also get, I believe there's a two-week free trial subscription. So try that out first and see if you really like it. And if you do, then use that link so you can get um, the 15% off your subscription. Okay, and of course, there's also Foundation Directory Online and others. Now, if you want to pay for a subscription, there are many, many, many different online directories. Foundation Directory Online is one of the oldies, but goodies, but it's pricey. And there are a bunch of other ones as well. Of course, like I said, Instrumental is one of those, and the reason I spent a little time on there is just because it's so smart. It's connecting your projects with the actual specific grants that are available instead of just a foundation that's generic. It connects you with the specific grant announcement. So many foundations have many different grants that they give out, so it's gonna connect you with the best one. So it's kind of cool. It's, it's very different, um, so it's a little different. That's why I spent more time on that one. But there are other ones that you can definitely look into. There's a huge, huge list. But those are some free and some paid places where you can find foundation grants. All right, so now you know the why, right? Why you should apply for grants right now, why you should apply for the standard grants, where you can find them. Now we're gonna look at the how. So why you should charge if you're a freelancer and how you can pay if you are a nonprofit. That's what we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into the nitty gritty. A lot of freelancers are asking if they should charge now or even approach nonprofits. The answer to that is yes and yes. The reasons you should not feel bad about charging are the following. So hey, freelancers out there, listen up, perk up your ears. Certain nonprofits and city governments have gotten CARES Act funding to build their capacity. They actually have money right now, some of them, um, and they need to spend it on developing capacity and that means funding you. Another reason you should not feel bad about charging because of losing staff, many nonprofits are looking for consultants who are experts in grant writing, right? So once again, they may have you know, furloughed some employees, but they might have a certain budget now that's freed up and they can put that and apply it to an expert so they can fast track their funding right now. Another reason, well, you still have to pay your bills, right? <laughs> Remember, you do a service just like a lawyer, a plumber, and a bookkeeper, and all of them are still charging right now. And of course, finally, yes, the economy is shifting in many respects right now, but there is still money out there. All right, so that's why you should charge, <laughs> not feel bad about it. And of course, nonprofits, how do you pay then? You can still pay freelancers to help you with grants. How? Well, 
Remember that these experts can help you fast track funding. So you may, is it one of those you wanna get a return on your investment? Absolutely. Definitely gonna increase your ability to win grants when you find good grant writers that can help find those grants that you don't even know where to find them and go down that uh, rabbit hole into finding them. And they know how to write them and they can really get you out there and get you funding. All right, and of course, look for capacity building grants and write grant writers and development coordinators into future grants so you can pay for future services with grant funding. Remember, you cannot pay a grant writer on commission. However, you can write them into future grants that can pay for future work. So you are gonna need an investment upfront. And I just wanna you know, kind of drill this in a little bit because I'm not telling you to say, you know, this is what you cannot do, okay? I'm gonna give you an example. You cannot go to a grant writer and say, hey, if you write this grant and it gets awarded, you get 10% of the grant. And I'm not gonna pay you unless it gets awarded. You cannot do that, okay? They are giving your skill, their skills, their expertise, everything. So, and they're also creating a product. But what you can do is say, okay, I'll pay you to write this grant. And if it, go ahead and put um, yourself in the grant as well to do a project that may be funded once a grant is awarded. So for future work. So maybe you put them as, as a development coordinator so they can continue to find more grants afterwards and you can fund them with that future grant when they do the future work. But remember, you still have to pay them for the work they're doing now. Is you cannot, if when you get grants, you can't pay for anything that was done before the grant was awarded, but it can be a sustainability plan for long term to pay for future work. So that's definitely a way you can do that. So there you go. In a nutshell, this is the why, where, and how you must apply for grant funding today. The current grant environment is ripe with opportunities. But many nonprofits are not focused on pursuing these prospects due to other funding available, being stagnant with uncertainty, or lacking skilled staff. Places where you can find federal, state, and foundation grants include places like grants.gov, newspapers, social media, and instrumental. And finally, it is important the freelance grant writers understand that they can charge for grant writing and will be supporting nonprofits by doing this. Additionally, nonprofits can get creative in how they fund consultants, and it is important that they see this is a time when grants are less competitive. And of course, I gave you a bunch of links in today's podcast, so please feel free to jump on over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 128 to get all of those uh, access to all of the links and the show notes from today. And if you like this article, please leave a review on iTunes or on your podcast listener. This really helps others find these resources and up-level their freelance business or nonprofit. All right, guys, so I will see you all next week as we spend more time in scratching back the surface of grants, funding, and running a successful freelance grant writing biz or nonprofit consultancy. Plus, it's my birthday next week, and I'll be giving away some great goodies. So please subscribe. All right, guys, bye-bye. Do you want to join the Changemaker Tribe and get courses, downloadable checklists, samples of awarded grants, behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the Tribe, and discounts on grant services? Be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email Holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com. 